You can be seated this morning. I got a word burning in me today. I may burn up before I get it out. If I do, just sweep up the ashes and pour them out by the river somewhere. Man, I feel it. I agree with Tim. There's a prophetic flow in this house this morning. When we talk about the prophetic, it's not just speaking prophetically, but also hearing prophetically and being able to capture what Holy Spirit is saying to the church. Declare this with me. I have ears to hear what Holy Spirit is saying to the church. I'm going to do something this morning that I've never done. It may be what Tim said. I'm not sure. I've never heard that word before, but you ought to patent that thing, man. I think there's something on it. How do you say it again? Treach? That's close enough. Treach. Yeah, I like that. I woke up this morning and I heard the Lord say, I'm retuning America. And when when I heard that, I said, Lord, what do you mean? He said, I'm bringing her back into her frequency. She's been out of tune and I'm bringing her back into her frequency. I immediately thought about tuning a guitar and and I I piddle around on the guitar a little bit and and enjoy playing some. And I know that whenever you're tuning a guitar that you got to move the keys a little bit at the top and when you do, you're out of tune till you get in tune. And you got to have an ear or a device to be able to help you to tune the instrument. And this morning, as I was just meditating on this, the Lord said, look up the word tune. I thought I you know, really know what it means, and I had an idea, but as I looked it up, Webster says that to tune means to bring back into harmony. I feel like running this morning. My Lord. God is saying to America, I'm bringing you back into harmony with heaven. I'm bringing you back into harmony with the prophetic words that I've spoken over you. For over time, you've become untuned. You've been tuned to a different frequency. But the Spirit of the Lord is saying to our nation today, I'm retuning you to the frequency of heaven. I'm adjusting you. This is what the definition of tune means. I'm adjusting you for a precise function. Whoa, glory to God. There have been those that have hijacked our nation. Over the years, they have taken America and they have moved her away from her God-given frequency and brought her into a place to where the frequency, the sound, or the effect of the sound has produced something different than what she was originally tuned to. God is adjusting us back to a precise functioning. You've heard the word tune-up. God's giving us a tune-up so that the frequency of our nation can begin to make its way out into the atmosphere, out into the unseen, so that the seen begins to be affected again by the unseen. God is saying that from the unseen, I'm affecting the scene with a sound that can be heard only with ears tuned to this frequency. It means to become attuned. We've had static on the radio for a while. We've been going through some dead spots. But I believe the ecclesia has kept singing the song in the midst of the static. 
I don't know about some of y'all, but probably Tim and I are old enough to know and remember the days of AM radio. My first vehicle had an AM radio only in it. 1958 Chevy, double headlights for the first year. Long wheelbase, first vehicle I ever got. Bought it 14 years old. Had no brakes and two rounds of slack in the steering wheel. And every ride was an adventure. And man, did I ride that thing. But the radio had one, one uh, uh, way to transmit. It was only AM. And there was static a lot of times, but it didn't really bother us if we knew the song. We'd sing it anyway. I feel prophetically that's where the ecclesia has been. There's been a lot of static in the air. There's been a lot of disconnect at times between the signal that heaven and earth have been trying to communicate together, or rather heaven has been broadcasting and earth is trying to be trying to catch, but the ecclesia has known the song. It's been deposited in us. And we have been singing the song of heaven and now God has upgraded us. We've moved past FM. We're into heaven's digital frequencies. Hallelujah. I remember the days of eight track. I can go back a little further, reel to reel. You couldn't even take stuff in your truck. You just had to play the radio. If you wanted stuff that was recorded, you had to listen to it on reel-to-reel in the house. God is upgrading us today, America. Ecclesia, hear the word of the Lord. God is retuning us to heaven's frequency. I want to I read a dream and speak from a dream I had back in April of 2021. I've never done this before. I've never shared a dream publicly that I've had. I've always given them to Dutch and let him either use them or file them away somewhere. I'm not sure if he's used this one or not yet, but I want to bring from it because I feel it's prophetic where we are today in America. The dream started with Dutch and me walking towards Independence Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. As we walked towards the hall we would pass the Liberty Bell. As we approached where the Liberty Bell was, we could see that there were several people around the bell doing what apparently seemed like shining the bell. As we walked up to where the bell was, Dutch said to me, he said, hey, Hood. I don't know why he calls me Hood in dreams, but he does. Hey, Hood, I know these guys, and I'll give their names because I don't know what else to do. I'm not as good at this as Dutch is. But I saw Lance Wallnow, Bishop Hammond, and Justice Thomas. Bishop Hammond and Justice Thomas were lifting the bell out of the stand that it was resting in. Now, I want you to understand that when we talk about these dreams and we give people's names, they don't necessarily represent themselves. I believe that in this dream, Dutch represents two things. I think he represents the apostolic and the ecclesia. I feel like in the dream, I represent the prophetic in this dream. And I believe that Justice Thomas represents Justice returning or a stability in justice, conservative justice in our nation. I believe Bishop Hammond represents here a, the father of the modern day prophetic movement. And also Lance represents the seven mountains. Society engaging that. Bishop Hammond and Justice Thomas, they lifted the bell out of the stand where it was resting they then turned it upside down and it appeared that they were trying to make so, make out something written on the inside lip of the bell. Lance spotted us and he said, Dutch, what are you guys doing here? I think that was a surprise that the apostolic 
And the ecclesia was showing up at a place where liberty was being handled. Did you catch that? As the ecclesia goes, the nation goes. Mm. Can I get a little bit more specific this morning? As the pulpit goes, the nation goes. The nation, or the ecclesia rather, is influenced by the pulpit. The pulpit is the most influential voice in our nation today. It's been that way since the Revolutionary War. It was those preachers longing for liberty. That black robe regiment that stirred men from their pulpits as they laid their pistols on them to preach to go out and to fight for liberty and independence from a tyrant king. And we're here today in our nation as free people because of backbone in the pulpit some 240-something years ago. We're here in this place in our nation today because the lack of a spine in the pulpits in our nation today. People preaching about seven ways to be a better you. God doesn't want you to be a better you. He wants you to be a dead you. He's been trying to kill you since you got saved. Amen. Amen. Paul says, it's not me that lives, but it is Christ that lives in me. We've been trying to figure out how to make our way through this, lay down and die, bless God. Am I right? We've been trying to survive. Dead men don't need survival. We've been trying to, to, to get our footing in the place where we're going to make our stand. Dead men don't make stands. God is bringing his ecclesia into a place that we realize again in this nation, there will be only one king in this nation and it will be Jesus. And if this nation moves in her prophetic destiny, it will be because dead men have surrendered to the resurrection and the life and allowed him to live through them. The other side has their ideas about dead men. They let them vote. That's all I'll say about that. That was an inside thought that just kind of came out. Lance said to Dutch, what are you doing here? I think, he said, I think you're just the help that we need. He went on to say that an angel brought us here all independently with the same assignment. I believe that we're going to begin to see apostles, prophets, the ecclesia, justice, the seven mountains that represent society begin to find themselves emerging upon the same place simultaneously over these next few months in our nation. And that is around liberty, around freedom. There is an emerging in this nation, a hunger that is stirring in America now for the recapturing of freedom. Why is that? Because we realize that our freedom is all but gone if we do not stand up and emerge in the same place together, not in unity, but in oneness. Unity says that I can, we can agree to disagree. Oneness says we have one mind, we're in one place with one accord, we have one vision, we have one purpose. And I decree over our nation today that we're finding ourselves back around the Liberty Bell, then we're going to begin to hear liberty ring from this nation again like never before. And it's not coming through Washington, D.C. It's not coming through a a donkey or an elephant. It's not coming through a party. It's coming through the king of heaven and his sons and his daughters saying, we will take back our rightful position in the earth. Hallelujah. 
Lance went on to say, he said, all three of us were sent here to retune the Liberty Bell. That's why I was brought back to this dream this morning when God said, I'm retuning America. He said, we were all brought here. We came here to retune the Liberty Bell. He said, there is some sort of writing just inside the lip of the bell that we cannot read. Maybe one of you guys can read it, he said. Dutch again, he turned to me and he said, Hood, have a look. You're good with other languages. You know, dreams are really odd things. They're really not reality sometimes. I, I, I speak redneck, not English too well. And in this dream, somehow I was good with other languages. But the prophetic can speak and understand other languages. If you look how it wraps itself through the Word of God in its different forms, I looked at this and I knew right away, I said, Dutch, this is amazing. It is written in the tongue of angels. I went on to say, it reads, if retuning becomes necessary, always tune this bell to the frequency 528. I didn't know what that was. I've never studied frequencies and things as I just begin to look and refresh myself some with that this morning. And I begin to discover that the frequency 528 is an amazing frequency. As I begin to read this, I begin to see several things that this frequency does. It's known as heaven's frequency. It's known as a frequency that can repair DNA. Most musicians don't tune their instruments to the 528 frequency. It's not often sung from. There's other frequencies that is. I think we need to start looking for this frequency and see if we can't tune some instrument to it and sing from this frequency prophetically. Extraordinary things happen when this frequency is used. Extraordinary occurrences that surpass all known human power and natural forces and it ascribes to the divine and the supernatural cause, especially to God. It's a supernatural frequency. I begin to hear the Spirit of the Lord say that America was originally tuned to the supernatural. And that God is retuning us to the supernatural. As I begin to look at frequencies and study some of this, I begin to understand that, that different frequencies have different effects on humankind. That when people who promote war and want war, they begin to change the frequencies of what is broadcast or how things are broadcast to produce anger and to produce rage to produce bravery and to stir people up to be frustrated. Go home and study that out a little bit today. It will amaze you. The 528 frequency also is and has great impact even in nature. It's the frequency that makes grass green. Blew my mind. It's a frequency that bees' wings move to when they pollinate. Amazing. It's a frequency that cleans the air. In 2010, there was a disaster at an oil rig that was owned by BP called Deepwater Horizon. How do you remember that? It was caused the leaking of millions of barrels of, of oil into the Gulf of Mexico. To make this long article short, they set up a machine on the beach about 25 feet away from the water and they tuned it to 528 frequency and within 24 hours, the water within a half a mile had healed. 
There's something to this today. It's a frequency that radiates love. As I said earlier, it heals, restores, and repairs the DNA. Wow. Let me give you a summary. This mysterious frequency of love and miracles has the power to transform our world. In this dream, God was saying, I'm retuning America to this frequency. He's saying to us, I'm releasing through you the power to heal the world. Now, I don't think, and you know, maybe it is, but maybe it isn't. Maybe he's not up there dialing knobs in heaven trying to get us back into this particular frequency. What he is saying to us, I'm bringing you back into a place that I originally designed you for, and that was to bring healing to the world. How do we do that? Going back to some of the most powerful prophetic words that have ever been spoken over our nation. In 1607, John, uh, Robert Hunt rather, he spoke a prophetic word. You're very familiar with that word, I'm sure, that the gospel of the kingdom will go into this new world. And from its shores, the gospel of the kingdom will go into the nations of the world. That's healing. The only one that has the ability to bring healing is the king. This 528 resonates with nature from trees to bees vibrating at the same frequency. This frequency is also found in the rainbow. Covenant. It's the frequency of covenant. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying through this to me that I am bringing this nation back into tune with covenant. Covenant with heaven. God has never forgotten his covenants. God has never laid them down. It's been in this nation, in the fabric, the foundation of this nation, God's covenant with our founding fathers, God's plan for this nation prophesied by those that arrived while we were colonies or even before we were colonies. God has never forgotten his covenant with this nation. And God is saying to us in this hour, church, ecclesia, I am bringing you back into the frequency of my covenant with you that you can begin to resonate, that you can begin to vibrate, that you can begin to release my healing sound into the nations. Hallelujah. It's also the frequency that is found vibrating from the sun. Amazing. I don't know how they do this. NASA sets up some kind of recording device and they record the frequencies and the sound of the sun. I'm a redneck. I think, who got close enough to do that? (laughs) There was, y'all heard about Biden being at this conference, and uh, there were three other, two other presidents there. I won't call their names. They were talking about their space systems or their space adventures. One said, "We're going to the moon again." Other one said, "We're going to Mars. We're going to put the first man on Mars." Biden said, "We're going to the sun." He said, "How do you do that? It's too hot." He said, "Oh, never mind. We'll go at night." Bless the Lord. I got sidetracked. (laughs) Glory. Y'all strike that out of the video if y'all don't mind. Can you imagine a world where people live in great harmony? I can do that. Amen. Not only with each other, but with everything that God created in this earth. The church has been taught that it's new agey to think about the trees and the plants and the water and those types of things. God told us to think about those things. As a matter of fact, in Genesis chapter 2, God didn't let any of the firmament come or rain come into the earth because he did not have a man to manage the earth. 
It tells us in the book of Romans that the earth is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. The earth is longing for you and I to come into who God created us to be. We are the the releasers. We are the transmitters of the frequency of heaven within the earth. Glory. Let me read a little more of this dream. I'm about to get beside myself. My brother said, now, Greg, you're going to look about eight foot tall on that new screen. I said, yeah, but the problem is I'm going to look six foot wide too. As I looked at it, I read this, and I I said to him, if retuning becomes necessary is what it read. I believe we're at the place our nation needs retuning. If it becomes necessary, always tune this bell to frequency 528. Heaven's frequency, miracle frequency, signs and wonders frequency. We're coming into a day, family, that there is a release of signs and wonders and miracles. Why have we not seen them like we saw them in the 50s and the 40s with these great evangelists and tent meetings that were going on around our nation? Is because they were tuned in. We're getting tuned in again. Mm. Dutch reached into his pocket and he said to me, are you kidding me? I have my tuning fork right here in my pocket. Of course he did. (laughs) And it says in the dream, it says, and it tunes to 528. I believe today that the ecclesia has in her pocket the ability to catch and to find the frequency of heaven is part of our toolbox. Amen. It's part of what God has given us. We don't have to get down and beg God for a retuning. We don't have to beg God to bring us into a place of harmony with heaven and earth. God is telling us today, family, I have put in your hand everything that you need to strike this rhythm, this sound that will reconnect you with me. Because heaven didn't disconnect from America. America disconnected from heaven. It's not God's doing the disconnect. It's the pulpit's doing. Looking at Bishop Hammond, Dutch spoke to him and he said, you guys are welcome to use, to use it to retune the Liberty Bell. Dutch pulling the tuning fork and a small book from his pocket Justice Thomas spoke up and he said, I was not sure how we were going to do this, Dutch. I was just being faithful to the assignment. That speaks to me there that there are people in our government, people that God has placed in influential places that are Keeping to their assignment, they're being faithful to their assignment, not knowing how the assignment is going to be fulfilled. And it cannot be fulfilled without the participation of the apostolic and the prophetic. It cannot happen without the ecclesia. We've been looking to government, and that's what what communism and socialism says to us is that government can fix your poverty. Government can fix your slavery. Government can fix your hunger. Government can make the nation better, but it's all a lie. Communism is a lie from the pits of hell, and if you look at it throughout history, it has never worked once. Never Well, you know, Greg, what about socialism? Let's just be democratic socialists. That is a politically correct way to say let's be communist. And there are those out there today that are saying that's good. Shouldn't we all get along? Yes, but you don't get what I got. If I want you at the supper table, I'll invite you. My daddy used to tell me since the time I was 14 years old, he would say, if you don't work, you don't eat. We got chores. We didn't get to eat too much until the chores were done. 
kingdom is not about everybody being the same. It's about everybody being who God created them to be and functioning to the fullness of that. That's why he calls us a body. Some are hearts, some are lungs, some are big toes, some are ingrown toenails. I'll stop there. But everybody has a part and you play a very significant part in the ecclesia, but you also play a very specific part in this nation. Dutch pulled the tuning fork out. He said, I was, uh, and Justice said here, Thomas, he said, I'm not sure how we were going to do this. I was just being faithful to the assignment. I am confident now that we will retune this bell and freedom will ring truer than it has ever rang before in America. Man, I'm telling you by the spirit of the Lord today, there is a holy patriotism that is rising up in this nation, not just for the sake of being free, not just for the sake of being Americans, but for the sake of the purpose of God that he called this nation to. For us to fulfill our assignment, we must be free people. We must stand for righteousness. We must stand for justice. We must stand for the things that the kingdom of God has deposited in us to bring this nation and the nations of the world into revival and awakening. This is not a thing of setting of slave free. This is a thing of transformation, of reformation, that God is changing the entire culture of this nation. Hallelujah. Dutch stepped up to where Bishop Hammond was by the bell, and Lance had been wiping off a tarnished-looking substance that had been on the bell. I found this very significant. This tarnished substance had been on the bell since Grant was president. I'm not sure of all the significance that happened around his presidency, what he did in his presidency and those types of things, but I do know that right at, he was a general in the Civil War for the Union. He was <clears throat> a Lincoln's lead general at the surrender, and I know that the Civil War left a huge tarnish on this nation, and it affected liberty. It wasn't until many years later that women got the right to vote, that blacks or Asians or people of color got the right to vote. I, I see that these things that we're talking about even here, they're not really liberty. They were just rights that were given. In the 60s, when a lot of these civil rights things happened in our nation, there was a great revival that swept across our nation. The Jesus movement. Many, many millions, I believe, were saved during that movement, but also during that movement, we lost our nation. We didn't disciple the nation. We removed it to this, to this idea that Jesus was coming any minute. That, you know, forget education. Let's don't educate our children anymore. Forget that. Jesus is coming. Well, the liberals and the communists have been educating our children since the 1960s. And that's why we're here today. We've said Jesus is coming back any minute. Let's don't invest. Let's take our money. Let's sell our things. And let's move to a mountain somewhere. Well, the wicked have become rich and the church has become poor. And we've made excuses that, well, you know, poor to be poor is, you know, that's holiness. No, that's holes in your pockets. <laughs> we're shifting this thing. We're in, family, listen, we're in the day of change. Change is not coming. Change is upon us. We are in this movement of shifting and change. Hallelujah. 
We're getting ready to see a billion or more souls come into the kingdom of God, not religion, but the kingdom. We're getting ready to see a revival manifest. I believe it's already happening in our nation to where we're seeing thousands of people get saved, even preachers. Oh yeah, their testimony now, people that have been pastoring churches for years are getting born again. Why? Because they've been serving religion and not a king. Whew. Think about that. This revival coming is not going to be like Pensacola. It's not going to be like Toronto. It's not going to be like Azusa Street. It's going to be something like we've never seen before. It's going to be married to awakening. Instead of seeing the political spirit and the religious spirit married, we're going to begin to see a new bride come forth, and that is the wedding between revival and awakening. We're going to see revival come in the church and we're going to see awakening happen in our culture and the culture shift from a religious, political driven force into a kingdom driven force to where the king is glorified and the culture is around the king. Religion says that's good, Greg, but that's not going to happen until we get to heaven. I don't believe that. I believe it can happen right here, right now in this nation from Middletown, Ohio. I believe it can be birthed, and I believe that God created this open heaven over this work right here to release these types of words so that this nation can find her head between her knees in a birthing position to bring forth this revival and to bring forth this awakening that God is wanting to bring into the earth today. We're here. Look at somebody and say, we're here. Whoa, glory to God, I feel this thing. Mm. Justice Thomas and I lifted the Liberty Bell and we put it back on the cradle where it, where it had rested the religious and political spirit had been wiped off of it. Lance had repaired the stand from some minor wear and tear. I believe that is the working of the hands of the seven mountains together to bring a stability to hold liberty. I don't think we can do it with one mountain, one gate of influence. I don't think we can have that. It can't just be a church thing. It's been about a, just a church thing, and we've been blinded. We're just gathering people into our buildings and saying, uh, let's just hope he comes before we're done. I don't want Jesus to come today. I don't want him to come tomorrow. I got family that's not saved. I got friends that don't know him. We have assignment that is not finished. That makes religious People very nervous when you say that. Why? Because the church has had a slave mentality. With the absence of liberty, there is a slave mentality. What is a slave mentality? We want to escape. We want to get out of here. We want to flee this old wretched place. And Jesus never told us to expect to flee. He said, I want you to occupy till I come. Occupy is a military word that literally means to take over and make it yours and stand your ground. I decree today that the ecclesia is coming into a place that we're not taking ground and letting it go any longer, but we're taking ground. We're planting our flag and we're decreeing this will be kingdom ground until the return of the Lord. Hallelujah. Go ahead, give him some praise. At this point in the dream, Dutch said to Bill Hammond, Bishop Hammond, to the father of the modern day prophetic movement, my tuning fork tunes to this 528 frequency when it is hailed by a prophet and an apostle. I believe that Dutch is, and you know, I don't know why God chose Dutch. Maybe Tim can explain that. <laughs> he can't explain it either. I hope he ain't watching. Hallelujah. But many believe Dutch is one that God is using apostolically 
to spearhead this change in our nation. I believe that. And I know that Bishop Hammond is, again, as I've said, uh, the father of the modern-day prophetic movement. That this tuning fork, this, this retuning of America must be in the hands of the apostolic and the prophetic. Why is this? Because the foundation of the ecclesia is built on the apostles and the prophets. And God is bringing us back to that. He is in the mode of foundation repair. The ecclesia has been in foundation repair since the early 80s. And God has brought us into a place to where we understand much, much more than what we did about the prophetic. Much, much more than what we did about the apostolic. We've been through the phases of everybody wants to be a prophet. We've been through the phases where everybody wants to be an apostle. And they're taking titles on themselves because it's the next popular thing that is happening in the earth. And they want that. Misunderstanding exactly what it is. If you actually read the scriptures and you see what an apostle is and how they'll be treated and what they'll be thought of, you'll say, erase my name from the sign-up list. You might want to go back being one of those mushy guys, a pastor. Which to me is hell on earth. <laughs> We've even come into a place in the last two years where God has been weeding out those that are echoes. I'm going to say some things strong here and just bear with me. And if you don't resonate with you, just say, bless his heart. And we'll move on down to Tennessee here after a while. But in all of the shaking, Tim referenced the verse out of Hebrews chapter 12 earlier. And I'm not saying that all these people that had these things happened to them were bad people. I'm just saying they were influenced by a crawfish spirit. Y'all say, is there a crawfish spirit? I don't know. I made that up, but it might be. One gets on me when I go to eat them, maybe. But you know what a crawfish does? He, he walks backwards. He backs up. He, 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 that's the way we've seen the prophetic do in the last year and a half in our nation. There have been a lot of crawfish prophets. And I pray for them. Many of them, I believe, had very valid prophetic gifts, but they were influenced by those that told them they were going to lose their reputation, they were going to lose their voice if... They don't repent from the things that they were prophesying. Let me tell you, that influence was Baal. God spoke to us, double down, double down. Many people were prophesying about the presidential election, and many were saying that President Trump was going to have a second year term simultaneously. Those were the words. Many of us heard, we didn't hear that, we heard he would win. And I believe with every fiber in my body from evidence that I've seen in private rooms with people that are in the know and have been involved in it, he won. So why is he not there? God's shaking the nation up. He's bringing us to a place that we actually realize that our faith and our hope is not in a man save the man Christ Jesus. Why is this? Because the church has been really good that when we get our guy elected, we kick our feet up and say, man, this is going to be a good next four years, not realizing that the opposition, that darkness is planning their battle strategy to take everything back. God is not allowing us to do this any longer. He is requiring the ecclesia to be the ecclesia. He's requiring us to be the strategist apostolically and prophetically in this nation so that we don't just take ground, we keep ground. Does this make sense? The restoration of the apostolic and the prophetic is... Now sharper, I believe, than it's ever been. 
which, in, which when I look at this, it's more humbling than it's ever been. You've got to pay attention. Apostles and prophets in this hour, we have to pay attention. We have to keep our ear tuned to heaven. Because the days of showboating and the days of, of, of the drama and the pageantry of church is over. We're in the heat of revolution. We are in the heat of the battle to take back this nation. Do you believe that? And we have to be people that do not lead from a hill somewhere hidden behind the battle lines. We have to be on the battleground. We've got to be willing to pull our pistols out and lay them on our pulpits when we preach and then put them back in our holsters and lead the people we're preaching to out to take the nation back. Dutch went on to say in the dream that we have to strike my tuning fork against this little book. Remember, he pulled a little book out of his pocket with the tuning fork earlier in the dream. He said, we have to strike my tuning fork against this book of testimonies and stories to keep the fork from creating an echo. So he had the tuning fork and there was a small book that he had pulled out of his pocket and the book was known as a book of testimonies and stories. And he said he had to strike the fork against the book so that it didn't create an echo, it just released the pure sound of the fork. In the season that we're going in family, there is no room for echoes and God is giving us solid stories and testimonies that we can strike the sound of heaven against to begin to retune this nation to what God has called her to be. You have stories of God's faithfulness. You have history with God. You've seen the miracles of God. You've seen the provision of God. You've seen the saving grace of God. Have you not? And you can take the sound of heaven and strike it against those testimonies and you'll begin to see it overcoming power and overcoming strength and overcoming sight begin to be released from you that you've not seen in a very long time. Revelation says that we overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimonies. I knew at this point in the dream that this book contained, this book the Dutch was holding, it contained a copy of our Constitution. I knew that it also contained countless miracles that God had done in our nation. I also knew that this little book had seeds of revival placed throughout it. Many seeds, seeds from past revivals and awakening, as well as seeds for future revivals and awakening. Bishop Hammond reached out and he took hold of the tuning fork with Dutch. They struck it on the little book and the sound came forth like we had never heard before. Let me tell you, we think we know heaven's sound. But we're stepping into a day that is going to be things like we have never heard before. We're getting ready to see things we have never seen before. Whew. It's not coming, it's upon us. We've stepped across the threshold of it. We're going to see creative miracles like we've never seen. I've heard of arms growing out and legs growing out. I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. I watched a video called The Monkey Boy where Allen, A.A. Allen set a little boy with no bones in his legs on his pulpit. And after about 30 minutes of decreeing over him and praying over him, the boy's legs straightened out with bones and he ran to his mama. It's on video. I've seen the dead raised three times. I'm ready to see more of that. God said, you know, Greg, you want to see the dead race. Uh, in order to do that, something's got to die. I said, oh, let me rethink that. Well, we're going to find ourselves in places where the dead is going to be raised. More than Wigglesworth did it. 
more than others have done it. Let me tell you, the supernatural power of heaven, the frequency of heaven is in you. You are the tuning fork. Hallelujah. And when you begin to strike yourself against the faithfulness of God, of the stories and the testimonies and the victories that you've seen in the earth and you've seen through your life, miracles are going to begin to spring up. When you see death, don't be discouraged. The resurrection and the life lives in you. When you see times that are lean, know that the bread of life lives in you. Hallelujah. When things are not enough to pay what needs to be paid, know that El Shaddai, the God that is more than enough, lives in you. You are his residence. You're his address. <laughs> he took it. They struck it. It's like nothing we'd ever heard before. The city of Philadelphia itself began to shake from the vibration that came from the tuning fork. Philadelphia is the city where our nation was birthed. God is saying to us today through this, I believe that the shaking that is coming is a shaking of rebirthing. I could hear glass breaking in the dream. And it was as if life itself was beginning to stop and shift at the same time. Whew. I knew at this point that the state of Pennsylvania was also vibrating and that it would not be long until the entire nation was vibrating from the sound that was now piercing from Duchess Tuning Fork. And this tuning fork was messing with everything. I mean everything. I can remember in the dream, and, 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 and these dreams, family, they're so real. They're so detailed. It's like I'm in them. It's not like I'm dreaming. It's like I'm in them. And I'm feeling, there's feeling, there's seeing, there's hearing. And I can remember in this particular dream that it felt like the body stopped and shifted and moved different directions on a cellular level. I believe that's where we're coming to in our nation. We're not going to see a little pivot. We're going to see a cellular level shift in our nation that we will not be able to go back to where we came from. Hmm. As Dutch and Bishop struck the tuning fork against the little book, Justice Thomas began to strike the Liberty Bell with his gavel. The unseen and the seen, the supernatural and the natural begin to work together again to bring forth the retuning of America. And again, it won't be done in the natural. It'll be done when heaven and earth come together again to release this sound, this frequency from this tuning fork. Justice Thomas struck it with, his, with a gavel. At this point, Chief Justice John Marshall appeared out of the cloud of witnesses. He was pointing at seem, and seemingly instructing Justice Thomas on how to tune the bell. As he did, Justice Thomas struck the bell. He began to move the pin in the crack of the bell up and down. Now, y'all know the bell has a crack in it. There's a pin in it. In the dream, that was a tuning instrument. And when he, he would still strike it with his gavel, and he would move the pin to the place to where it caught the 528 frequency. Even in the things that are cracked and broken, God can begin to tune us back into heaven's frequency. It was the justice that struck the liberty sound, the liberty bell with his gavel. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying there are many surprises and shifts that are getting ready to take place in our highest court. <clears throat> that instead of disrupting, they're going to begin to help retune this nation into the frequency of heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. How are they going to do that? The spiritual peace can be right or the supernatural peace can be right. But if the natural peace doesn't line up, it's not right. God can have all the desire that he wants to do. 
But if man still says no when God's saying yes, it's still no. That means there's laws have to be changed, shot down, tore down, defined as unconstitutional, ripped out of our society. I believe we're going to see a shift in our Supreme Court. I believe some of them are going to have encounters with God. I believe some of them are going to say, I was left, but now I'm right. <laughs> I was lost, but now I'm found, or whatever it may be. I believe we're going to see a shift in our judicial system to the point that they get into the same frequency as the ecclesia and we begin to work together. Hallelujah. I'm almost done. Thomas struck the bell and began to move the pen and the crack of the bell up and down. And in the dream, this was allowing him to tune it to the sound that was coming from Dutch's tuning fork. So there was a hearing in the justice system of what the ecclesia was releasing. And they were catching the sound from the ecclesia. Do you get that today? It was like every cell of every living thing was being affected by this process. As Justice Thomas found the perfect pitch, which paired with Dutch's tuning fork, instantly there was an overwhelming peace that filled the atmosphere. And in the dream, there was strength to life that was not there before. And all of a sudden, the little book that was in Dutch's hand caught wind, and the pages began to turn throughout the book. And the, as the pages turned, the seeds that were in the book began to blow and be blown from where we were standing on the streets of the city to every part of the nation. Remember the seeds in the book? They were seeds of revival, and they were seeds of awakening. It's done, said Bishop Hammond. A prophetic voice. To all of us, he said this to all of us that were standing there. He went on to state, our assignment is complete. Our nation is back in tune with heaven. And I watched as Dutch quietly slid the tuning fork back into his pocket. I could see that it had something written on it. It was, what was written on it was awakening, alignment, heaven, and earth. The angel that brought the three gentlemen to the bell did not leave, but he stayed. As if now he had now had an assignment to protect what was just accomplished. I believe in this next era that we've stepped into that the angelic is going to be much more active than they've ever before. And our awareness and our participation and partnership with them is going to be greater than ever before. Dutch and I turned and continued to make our way towards Independence Hall. Once the liberty was retuned, we could now make our way into Independence. As we approached the door, he said unto me, Hood, we have need of that key that is in your pocket when we get to the door of Independence Hall. I reached into my pocket and I pulled out a skeleton key, a master key. And I knew in this dream that it was a key that Dutch had given to me when he ministered for us at one of our kingdom release conferences when we were in Hawaii some years back. And he told me that night in the meeting that he purchased this key. He literally purchased the key in real life. He purchased this key in Philadelphia and he brought it with him, not knowing why until the night of that meeting that we had there, why he had it or who he was going to give it to. As we came to the door of Independence Hall, I put the key in the lock and opened the door. And as we walked in, we saw that Independence Hall was now a restaurant. And we were being escorted to our table. And Dutch remarked about a scripture that was written on the wall. And it was Psalms 34, verses 8 and 9. And it reads this way. It says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And how blessed is a man who takes refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. For to those who fear him, there is no want. We're at liberty now. 
We're at a place now that God is getting ready to bring this nation back into the alignment and into the frequency of heaven. We're going to take a few minutes today and we're going to pray into that. Is that all right? Can we turn this into a prayer house today? I want you to stand with me. Rachel, if you guys would just come and Tim, come up here with me, man. You're in charge, so just take it whenever you're ready and do whatever you want to do. But I want us to pray into this today. I want you to just begin to pray in the Spirit. Remember that the, the, the message that was written around the lip of the bell was in the tongues of angels. Just begin to, begin to pray, begin to intercede right now loudly in the Spirit. Father, today we come to you and we say we're thankful for America. And Father, I know today there's been lots of repentance for the things that have happened in our nation. And Lord, we won't rehearse that again because actually you don't remember those things after we repent. But you brought us to the place today, Lord, that we're standing at the retuning of America. And I speak today that everything that we need is in the pocket of the ecclesia. And Lord, we pull this heavenly frequency from our tool chest today and we decree today, Lord, that we will strike it against the things that we remember that you've done for us. A book of faithfulness, a book of testimonies, a book of miracles, a book of signs and wonders that has been released. And we say today, frequency of heaven, strike the books of our heart. Strike the books of our life. We lean in today to your faithfulness, Lord. We decree today from this place, Lord, you are a God of miracles. You are a God of signs and wonders. You are a God of America. There is no king in this nation but Jesus. This is a nation of the kingdom of God. We decree today, Father, that we are and we have and we will continue to shift this nation with heaven back into that frequency of miracles, that frequency that heals our DNA, that frequency that is found in the rainbow, found in the covenant, that is found in the sun. We say today we activate that covenant again in Jesus' name. And Father, today I thank you that there is a rising within this nation of the apostles and the prophets and the ecclesia and our foundation is stronger than it has ever been. And today, Father, as your apostles and prophets together begin to strike that tuning fork that the things in the natural are going to begin to hear it and are going to begin to align to it. Father, we release today. Come on, pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. We release today to our Supreme Court the ability to hear the Spirit of the Lord. We declare today that your frequency has changed from one of death to one of life. We decree that your frequency has changed uh, from the one of war, from the one of hate, uh, from the one of revenge, uh, from the one of darkness to the one of light, uh, to the one of life, to the one of covenant. We say today, Supreme Court, you are hearing uh, and yielding uh, to the frequency of heaven. Shift! 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 Father, we'll not be separated in this nation any longer by a spirit of religion and a spirit of politics. 
to where separation of church and state is taken out of context. We declare today that the government will not have voice in the ecclesia, but the ecclesia will have the voice into the government. Shift, retune, America, retune. Barre mandara bahakayate. Father, we're coming into a place of liberty in this nation. Father, you said you've made us free for the sake of freedom. But God will not be found again relaxed and complacent. We'll be found about our Father's business. We'll be found taking the gospel of the kingdom to the nations of the world. We'll not give up land. We're taking government back. We're taking media back. We're taking art and entertainments back. We're taking education back. We're taking the kingdom mountain back in Jesus' name. And we're moving into the fulfillment of heaven and earth resonating again together in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Get ready. A few months ago, a few months ago, Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, I am tuning the voice of the apostles and I am tuning the voice of of the prophets and the apostolic I'm tuning their voice to the frequency of heaven not knowing that's what's going to I am tuning the voice of the prophets I'm tuning the voice of of those that will come in such a frequency the apostles and the prophets to speak into the nation and the reverberating effect would be to bring it all into tune. And there would clearly be an understanding of voices that are out of tune. It's like you can hear, if something's out of tune, you hear it. So that there can be a delineation between what is truth and what is error. And we are in that season right now where that voice of the apostolic and prophetic is now, it's been tuned and releasing the frequencies of truth, truth into this world. And it will bring things into alignment, in tune with truth. Lord, from this house, I agree with the prophetic as an apostle in the kingdom. And from it, Lord, let the frequency of truth resonate throughout America and this world in Jesus' name, bringing an alignment supernaturally of truth. Yes, change. Yes, the government of God will be seen on the earth. Yes, truth will prevail. Yes, alignment comes with the voice of the apostolic and the prophetic. Yes, in Jesus' name.